What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. My cheese. <laughs> your cheese. Then my chi is working out like high knees. You're right behind me. You're Dutch. Grab us a high knee. Oh. And welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the, the gateway, gateway drug to mindfulness. And today, welcome. what a smooth start. I know. We really we really nailed it. Just took us 142 episodes. 142 episodes. Not too bad. I was thinking about that the other day when I was like, this has taken three years. It's so funny it's taken three years. over the course of time, we're like, if you look back, we've taken down all the videos that are like sh- really shitty. Well, that, like, I didn't even have this audio connected to. Yeah. We didn't have these. Yeah. So I feel like this is a good way to say like, if you're, if you want to try something or if you have a vision, like you just have to start because I'll bring this closer to me after I roll this up. But there you go. Um, you just have to start because it's gonna be like shittier at first. Like it's not gonna be the best version of it when you first start it. Like you can't start something and be results based. Like it's just like you you well, you, you, you have to be results based to a certain degree, but that's about like your consistency. You know, that's about like what you I'm not even gonna say thrive or strive to put, like it's ultimately like what you want to do. Like you have to want to do it. You have to want to do it, but you also have to be willing to be like cringe. I think for me, that's like, I've really learned that this this last couple of years of, I follow this writer and I've talked about her before um, on Instagram. She's called Inspire to Write. Mm. And, um, And she really like pushes this idea of like, you need to put it out. You need to put it out because how is it ever gonna get any better or improve if no one is looking at it. It it it, it doesn't. So you need to put it out. You need to put drop it out. that shit, homie. Yeah. Even if you think it's not perfect, even if you think there are you know that there's improvements, just like get it out there and over the course of time it improves itself. <laughs> Dude, you don't even have to worry about all those measurements that you're putting up against yourself right now because before you know it the thing will tell you. Like I think as far as the cannabis industry goes, we're like pleasantly surprised by like how much people are like, yo, I fuck with that. Cause like we're just going on our own merry way, like wanting to document these very mindful conversations we've been having. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's so cool. You almost gotta let something um, form into its own uh, value for others like you can only follow the value for yourself like this is still the same value for me i get to have conversations with my wife (laughs) yeah but like we um so we have an intern now yeah shout Shout out out lion Lion. we love you lion and um and so cool such a smart kid dope dude and it's just been so smart guy really great and it's just but it's been so wild to think that like three years ago we started this muddling around ourselves and yeah like our original tagline was we get high and we do stuff like that wasn't we we didn't even know what (coughs) we were working towards necessarily like not the specifics of it but we had this sort of broad general idea and we just started we just began and over the course of time we you know upgraded our our shit and like yeah and gifts came yeah like my friends have met you know um, just so many good, like the cam, uh, just good things like start to happen for you, for it, for the project that you're carrying, if you're like really focused on making it better. Yeah. And this sort of segues into what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, this is a morning podcast today. Cheers. Welcome to the show. It's not even 9 a.m. yet. No. <laughs> I love it. We've cleaned. I went and yeah. worked out. Yeah, you were. We're smoking weed. 
we're blessed. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of just an app. And in no way did we plan. We don't plan episodes or what to talk about. No. Like we sometimes get ideas that have been like on our brain or in our spirit. But like that right there just came naturally. And that's a great tone to start with. It was gratitude and humbleness that things take time. Yeah. So, and I, and I wanted to segue into, again, the power of words. I know we've, we've spoken about this before, but I think it, um, it's so important that it, we'll, <coughs> we'll speak about it through our entire existence, you and I, because we started saying everything is always working out for us yep. um, years ago now. Yeah, make sure that you talk to them. I would say it was... It was <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> years ago now. And like that's really coming true now. And I've been doing this teacher training for yoga at my studio. We offer a teacher training. And I was lucky enough to um, lead a portion of the posture clinics, which is really getting deep and, and digging deeper into each and every posture uh, of the style that I teach and passing that information along to the trainees. But part of um, this is public speaking. Teaching is public speaking. And I really noticed uh, in this training that uh, people have decided things about their character that ultimately are holding them back or creating more difficulty. So one person in particular, um, it's over the course of five weeks and was week four last week. and. Again, she before she got up to present, she said, you guys know I get really nervous and I have trouble speaking in front of people. So it was before she even... Self-sabotage affirmation. Yeah, before she even got up to do what she was going to do, she already told herself and everyone else that this probably won't be good. And, and you're setting other people up for that expectation, which is super selfish of you. And, and the, the problem, I think, with that is that you really create a box and a limit that you will live inside. Oh, you, you make your bed, you'll lie in it, thousand percent. I mean, I've been doing stand-up since 16, so the number one thing I've always heard from adults is, I could never. You know, I'd tell the mm. other adult waiters at the restaurant I was a busboy at when I was doing stand-up on the weekends and nights. and. You know, oh, I could never. I could never. And I'm like, well, really, stand up is just made of, made up of other fucking weirdos. Like, you know, you you could really, you really could, but then you decide not. So there you go. And I've been bullied before, so I've had thoughts in my head that are like, you almost put yourself down or shrink or, you know, it's, you, you, I don't know. It's some sort of weird thing that happens with society where you feel like you have to justify your existence, or if you do anything, it has to be the best before you bring it to anyone, where, fuck that. Like, even the best of the best, like, I mean, maybe Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys, he didn't miss any lyrics, so that's all, that's close. That's close <laughs> to perfection. But, you know, or, or Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey singing at the biggest ball of all. Like, sure, they probably prepared heavily for that. But, like, unless you are that in those moments... And you know you're you're well equipped, which you always will be in those moments. Don't trip, like don't worry about it. Like don't, like what do we do where we beat ourselves down in our heads so we'll we think we're saving ourselves from the pain of others' judgment by hurting ourselves first? Like the whole like I'll break up with you before you break up with me, and or mm -hmm. I'll dump you for you know. Yeah. You got to remember that, like, you, it's it's you. Like, Winnie, have had experiences now where your belief is starting to take shape, and you're talking in confidence, and then people are coming to me and and mirroring exactly what you say, and I'm like, well, of course, because they can sense that you believe it. So, like, you know, when people self-proclaim limiting beliefs and affirmations that don't serve them, you know, that's what their pain body needs at that time, like they don't know how to execute at its fullest. Um, 
And then there's like this weird humble virtue too. Like, oh, in order to be a good likable person, you have to be humble. Well, move aside, bitch. I'm confident as fuck. I'm going to jump off this cliff and show y'all how to do it. And Canadians really have that. Like oh, that, that's Canada's like a, little that, baby. That's like an over canopy of, of all Canadians. Like, do, don't shine. Don't be like, we're all just here together I've, being safe. I've never considered myself Canadian in that sense. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> the, the only thing very Canadian about me is we have a good... Uh, like coded knuckles like like canadian boys like like we'll scrap like no prob like and but we won't pull out a gun i don't want to kill you i want to fucking smoke you in the chest a couple times give you a smack but then it's over and i'll buy you a beer exactly it's very canadian it's It's very letter kenny in that regard where it's like let me dominate you but then also come over afterwards we're fine yeah we're fine (laughs) we're we're good how's your family you good i didn't kill you the playing field is level so but and if you fucking smoke me and you get the best that's fine i'm Mm -hmm. a general like canadians are good like you can take a hit they're honorable Honorable. Be honorable. <laughs> Shout out the Russian mafia boss. So that's the only Canadian thing about me is I'm a bit, I'm pretty, but I'm rough and tumble. Michael Boulay's like that too. First time he went to go saying the NHL, I'll let him tell him when he's on, but I'll tell it for now. <laughs> I love that. Is, uh, the first time he went to go sing the Canadian national anthem, he's so unassuming, the security guard tried to stop him getting on the ice, and he's like, get out of my way. I have to go sing. Like, they're passing me the mic on the ice, and he wouldn't let him through. So they got, and the guy hit, and he fucking smoked him back. He, like, he was fighting, like, punching with the security guard, like, the guy who's there, the hometown hero, to sing the thing. And I'm like, that's so, I mean, it's not even Canadian, that's so Vancouver. Yeah. Like, I'm from Vancouver. That's like, fuck this bouncer. Like, <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, like it's so, and it's not like, let me go call my boys. I mean, some are like that, but it's like, I'll punch you in the face right now. <laughs> like, oh my God. And he still went and sang. Yeah, he, he has like a red face and he like gets on, but everyone just thinks it's because of the cold and he sang, he sang it. Wow. <laughs> what a great story. So it's like a little and, rough and, and you, double you like that. And you don't even peg M- Michael Buble as He's not that. aggressive, but that's just what it's made of. Yeah. Like you're like, huh? Fuck you. And then you're like, okay, but I'm fine. But then America will go like, oh, I'm going to go get my gun. Yeah. Like if you shove me, I'm going to go get my gun because because you embarrassed me in that moment. Yeah. Like there's not my the humbleness. Yeah. Like I got to dominate you. I have to kill you. I have to take you off this earth. That's so intense, but I like it. I like America. I'm mostly American because with that extreme ride or dieness for your pride. Oh my God, thank you. Bless. Thank you. I mean, that's some good Canadian weed right there. Yeah. Like, we really do got that uh, cultivation figured out. California, too. New York has some fire, but I think it's a lot of mids being sold in the wild, wild west right now. Is there? Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, what I was just saying is America has this need to win that I resonate with and it's right like they're a little more dominant others I'm a little bit more like win for me like I want to compete against me yesterday and I want to fucking just just excel 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 prosper 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 give 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 receive 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 like abundance and that's very American and I love that philosophy just because it's kind of celebrated there like winning is celebrated and Canadians even if it's patriotism, which there's not a lot of patriotism because it's so divided, it's bizarre. It's actually ve- like more divided in Canada in a weird way. We can get into that later. But I just don't think it's – I personally just quickly a take on that, and I also have more to say on what we started with. But yeah. it's just that there's not there's not as high of patriotism. Like there's not as pe- – people, people aren't like – yeah, Canada, as much as they are. Yeah, America. Like, yeah. so they start higher over in America. And that's not just the... I'm almost done. Oh, shit, sorry. I thought that you were done that. I was going to roll another joint there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but prosperity, America, it does definitely have that winner's mentality, and there's just more people and more money there. Um, so I wanted to say, if you're done that thought... I am. Please rip. Okay, so uh, something, again, that Abraham Hicks, uh, that's where I first learned this, but I, I don't know if it's, um, like, from them specifically, because I also heard it from my acting coach, and I was like... And that was early on in my act, uh, career with my acting coach, my training with him, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this guy because he knows Abraham Hicks, but yes. little... I found out later that he doesn't, but they say the same thing. So what the... They're universal truths. What they say is that a belief is only a thought you keep thinking. Mm -hmm. And so that applies in acting because you can 
choose a thought and really dive deep into that and find your character and feel the feeling state from a thought. Mm. But in terms of what we were talking about, our words and, and sort of setting us ourselves up, like you can be confident and you can feel worthy and there's going to be a transition time where that feels uncomfortable to say but a great tip that I kind of wanted to impart was that if you are stuck in a cycle of um like preemptively letting people know in that you know like non-belief in non-belief the example of like i'm bad at public speaking say like if you let people know that before you go to do the thing are you putting yourself down like every time you do something are you going hey i'm not this so the first step to this is just not verbalizing that out loud becoming aware of the urge to want to do it because it makes you feel safer in that moment and deciding that you're safe anyways and then just shutting that right down. I'm not going to verbalize this even though it's in my my thought perhaps and it's a habit that I've continuously now done for so long that it's coming out <coughs> almost unconsciously. So just stop saying the the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. You don't need to change the thought even. You don't need to make a better thought. Just full on hard stop verbalizing things that um, that really, you know, are keeping you stuck and limited in this box that we've just created because of so many reasons, so many different reasons. Yeah, you really got to learn to watch your words. I came about that awareness uh, in in like a harsher way, where it's just like aggressive ass gangster people would be like, "Don't fucking, don't even talk like you're disrespecting anything." Like, don't disrespect yourself around me because I'll think that you're talking about me and, like, fucking, like, I'm I'm quick to hit. I, I'm the nice mm. one from where I came from. I'm the nice one. <laughs> so can you give us an example of that? Um, like, if I shared something and tagged someone, I mean, this is, like, even before the Facebook days, but for instance... Like there's this gangster dude I grew up with and I liked and I, I was just starting to rap and I tagged a freestyle and like him and I was like, I'm still being a dumbass or something. I put myself down preemptively because he was older than me. He's a G and and he's like, bro, like fucking like you talk a shit about me and like I'll break your face. Like he's like, like got so angry because he th- he's probably coked out to be perfectly fair. But like he he thought I would like that could have been street beef like yeah. next time i see him like and we're not talking silly internet beef we're talking like yeah nice joint we're talking like actual violence like to the point of having to defend myself to really hurt some and that like this problem can expand like you just don't want to fuck around like actually come from a place of like humble fear in a good way just like if i get caught sounding like i'm talking shit about someone else, but I was just putting myself down. Like, just shut the fuck up. And yeah. then you think, well, if I'm gonna respect this gangster who wants to be for me, why don't I respect myself yeah. enough just to not talk about me in the way that he doesn't appreciate being spoken about? Why would I speak about me like that? Yeah. Like, I had this whole, like, I'm blessed a lot from those darker edges in my life. I'm actually blessed because it's like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Like, wake the fuck up. Like, yeah. you know, stop being a little bitch. Like, you know, like, you know, kind of like, I, I appreciate that. My spirit hears that. And that's why I never really wronged those guys, you know? And that, like, that basically, even just talking about it without the physical smoke or, or making that on record. Because sometimes with those situations, it's not even that person. It's one of their crew that will come up and hit you. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, you like, like, don't fuck around with others. Don't fuck around with yourself. Like, you're gonna hold yourself back. Like, you're gonna fuck around and ruin your life. Okay. And you're going, it's not that serious. You know what? It is, bitch. Every day, those little thoughts, you're those two inches fatter because you keep saying, I need to lose two inch. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Stop explaining what is. Okay, so great. Um, so for step one for this, if you want to start implementing and integrating this into your life to see how it can benefit you, catch yourself on, on those desires slash urges to want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Indulgence. Indul- yeah. Embracing desire, indulgence. Are you talking about the lazy usage of non-discipline? 
That's what I feel you're going for. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's a weak I, indulgence. Just, yeah, so and and you've created the habit. So um, don't be hard on yourself when nice you stuff. because when you start realizing how often oh you are a you piece of shit to yourself all this? the fucking time. Yeah, like and you I used tell to be other so people, mean to myself. Yeah. Oh it's man! It's shocking. Like it's actually you're gonna be like, holy fuck! No wonder I'm exhausted all over. You're the time. abusing yourself, and even even I used to do this. Tell me if you ever did this. I was walking into a group, whether it's a job or a group, whatever, whatever group people. Okay, I would I would say these people think this about me, and I would sit into it. And like, say I was going somewhere, even yeah. like I have friends who are more financially wealthy than me, who fully invited me and continue to and did. And I've always manifested this to invite me into their life, into their lifestyle. And it's because I think I give that positive energy. And so they're like, hey, let's fill this beautiful space with some beautiful energy. And I'm lucky enough to contribute that sometimes. And I'm grateful for every time. But even sometimes walking into those loving situations, like years ago, I'd put myself down like, yo, you're a hood kid. Like these people, you know, they don't understand you. Like, you know, you know, oh, if they only knew. And keeping myself attached to, to my traumas instead of the times of thinking, hey, what about all those times you had the new shoes? Your mom took you and your friends for dinner. You are the wealthy kid. You are like, think good about yourself. Why do you keep holding on to all the contrast and all the pain and, and putting that as though it's gonna help you defend yourself in this scenario where you're obviously invited or, to. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. Like, justify your justify. beingness. Justify That's your beingness, yeah. Like, by, by, by shrinking, by being less than, by, you know, being over humble. And it's just silly. And it's interesting that you did that with, like, friends of yours which is one thing but I mean like, jobs too oh, obviously oh, like a whole nother thing running it like they think I'm a piece of shit oh I'll fucking show them oh I'll be the toughest meanest piece sure. of shit they've ever seen sorry no that's okay and and for me I did this with strangers <laughs> like I would just make up what I think strangers think about me <laughs> in any situation <coughs> in a shopping situation I remember um like I remember thinking that some like girls were talking about me one time and like it's most likely 98% chance that they were not <laughs> at all like that that my existence like had nothing to do with their existence at that time and I just remember thinking like oh what like what jerks you know and that was just coming from such a place, it, it all comes from within. And that is so, we've talked about this so much, but it's, I'm gonna reiterate it all the time because I'm really starting to see the benefits of years of talking myself into goodness and mm. into confidence and into success. How? Like I see it and I feel it now, but I yes. also see it. So I, it, I did definitely feel it first, but I'm now seeing those benefits, like the fruition around me come from that change that I made in my life. And it's, it's the great thing is, is it's simple. It's so fucking simple. I was just gonna say, how can we affirm this? Because we've covered the negative side, I think for the most part, our friends understand. And it's like, how can we start implementing, Winnie? Like, what are the tiny steps? Like, how can you, because you gotta start somewhere. And let me tell you, it's not gonna go from, I'm a piece of shit, these people don't understand me, um, holding that pain, expand, expanding the pain body and drifting into the situation under the radar, not realizing you're a creator too affected to contribute to be to be the center point of anchor of a vibration. Like it's not gonna go from slave to master overnight. No. So what are the baby steps? You are very good at this. Yeah. I'm the one that shouts at you to go to yeah. master to slave. <laughs> Give them the steps. Give them okay. 10 steps. Give them tiny steps. I okay. don't know. I would. I don't know if I have 10 steps, but I definitely have the first few. So Give them two. The first first step is just like become aware of when you. Uh, verbally try and justify to other people your limitations. Um, 
And I, does that make sense? Does that explain it? Explain. I know what you mean where it's like when someone's about to get up, say to go do karaoke, you're like, but I'm a piece of shit. Like basically it's like, I'm going to go do something that's asking me to expand, but I'm going to shrink before I do it. So I can stack the odds against me. And that can be an excuse. Don't be scared of your results. Yeah. In real life situation, you're at karaoke and you let everyone know that you don't have a good singing voice before you go up to sing. What does it feel like when you tell them that? Think about it. Yeah. Another example would be like, um, you know, uh, justifying rest days. Like, uh, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna work out, but I was just so tired. Like, get that. That, Shut that up. doesn't even exist. Like, it's okay that it's true, and it's okay that you didn't work out. But the verbalization of what you did, because, 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 get rid of all of it. I got. Listen. That's done. So you become aware. That's step one. You become aware of these sentences that you're saying out loud that justify things that you have perceived are not good or are of less value you of your being done we're done with that okay that's step one step two i think would be okay this is what she's saying you're slowly gonna start to realize that you're gonna shift your brain from talking about what you didn't do what you're not good at and what isn't working for you into what you did do what is working for you and what you are good at Stop worrying about what's not there. Stop worrying about what isn't. Listen to the value of what is. So if you don't have anything, if I may, if you don't have anything positive to say about yourself when you're going up to sing that song of karaoke, say something like, well, at least I'm here. And go do your song. Or just don't say anything at all. Just get up and do your song and rip but it. But for, for, to your point, that's the master. That's almost step three. That's peace. Or be honest I'm and still, say, I'm a little nervous to share my yeah, voice with you. I'm still working from the energy of something needs to be said. Okay. Like, you know, like. But, that, but either, that's, I think that's the first step is like just. Shut the fuck up. I, that's too it. hard for me. That's too hard for me. Okay. And I think like maybe glow. If you're watching, we might have the same. But I have this ball of energy, and if I don't say something, I'm going to explode. So, like, because that's me. So I would go to the positive. Say, at least I'm here. Instead of, like, I'm suck at the song, just say, like, at least I'm here. I'm here. Or, like, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Or or something that, that, yeah. For me, see, turning it into a positive is actually the more challenging thing. And that's why we are discipline stoners, good balance, because some people are fire and some people are water. Okay, yeah, so great. So we've sort of Same topic, two angles. First step is just (laughs) becoming aware of any time you're trying to justify your own limitations, okay? And we're either going to zip or find a different... Um, zip or zap sentence exactly or zop that um, that works well with you so you can justify in a, a, a less crazy way okay step two get a journal and start writing attributes of yourself that you like and of things that you bring value to now you might not about yourself about yourself I yeah. love that yeah absolutely because you have practiced for a very long time, Mm. all of the things that you don't like about yourself Mm. and all of the things that you want to improve on yourself. Mm. So now we need to start, uh, you know, sort of filing in things that you do feel like you really bring value to, even if it's as simple as like, oh, I'm a really great listener. Or I know a lot of us have that out there. A lot of us B players have that out there, which can be to our detriment, but you're going to use it as a valuable thing if that's the case for you. So, and you don't need to share it with anybody. You don't even need to say this out loud to anybody. You're just going to start implementing a practice of how, uh, of how great you are. Just paint the canvas with brighter colors. Like, you're not doing anyone any favors by staying in a lower frequency. Like the things that you'll manifest in your life at a higher frequency will be able to benefit you and others very well. And also this is not get a journal, do one day of journaling and you're done. This isn't every day. I'm going to say it. Hey, when isn't that how mindfulness works? You just do one thing and leave it alone and and then you're there. That's why, you know, on the chalkboard kids had to write, you know, that was a form of punishment during detention. Like I will not blah, 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 because 
A belief is only a thought that you keep thinking. So you're literally going to start mm. rewiring your belief system mm. um, towards your value and your goodness and your oh. worth. Oh. And I think those two are really the foundational things that I could offer um, to get to this place. And, and and again, you know, sometimes it takes years. And I really think it has taken years. But you know what's cool? Uh, we just said. What's like, cool? The leveling up doesn't stop. You think it stops. And sometimes like this last level up that I just went through, that was a pretty long plateau for me. I was like, fuck, I guess this is like, this is the ceiling. You made and, it. And then the ceiling rose again. And you're going to find Ooh. those those ceilings rise quickly at first when you start implementing this. And you'll be like, yes. holy shit. And then it gets slower over the course of yes. time because your baseline raises. So I think for me, I'm learning that like, my uh, level ups or my steps, it's they're they're chunkier now. It's a it's a larger step that I'm taking. Which you gotta be patient. So like, you know, when you accept a large sum of money in a bank draft for e transfer, it takes longer. Yeah. So the value takes longer. So you gotta be patient. So you could be getting like a hundred dollars, you know, once an hour just e-transfer to you and you're like ooh, bling nice ooh, dopamine ooh, i'm getting progress ooh, i feel but oh i notice little feel oh noticeable manifestation ooh, ooh, ding, ding, ding. or you could wait depend on yourself to raise your vibration or keep it at that level and then all of a sudden it's like 10 grand 50 grand yeah. <laughs> like just by waiting and sustaining but you must sustain you must keep or raise it can't drop and that's what a lot of folks unless that stimulus of those dopamine hits of ooh, look at that manifestation look at that result look at that matter look at that affirmation look at that person liking me look at that attention look at that whatever you're addicted to on the on the surface or the third dimension for those feelings you have to find a way to be good for bigger wins and the higher in the scale you get is when he's saying sustain by yourself and sometimes you are going to have no reason to believe in yourself or the situation and you got to say nah I I'm this I'm yeah. holding this vision I'm this because I'm the one who decided to hold this vision and then you can't lie to yourself about the work that you're putting in meaning like you're literally not able to not like you can't like if you're thinking no I'm here because I chose this vision. Then here comes the checklist. Yeah. Are you doing all these things actively to keep that vibration at par? Yeah. And and sustaining also, you bring up a good point with that because it does take time. Like I left my full-time job last June, which was almost obviously a year ago now is where you're, when you're watching this. And it has really taken me eight, nine, ten months to recalibrate into a belief system that has uh, now opened up to financial diversity, I guess. Nice, well said. Please speak on this. I As much transparency as you wanna offer into your journey here, I think it's so valuable for people. Yeah, I think I might be ready to start talking about it, but it's just that I was under the beliefs. I so I my whole I thought I dealt with money belief systems prior to this last year, but what I've realized is that money has always been a very used to be a, a source of stress for me. Whether it was a lot of money or a little amount of money, it was a source of stress. It was not playful, it was not fun, it was not free, it was not open. Um and so being able to, and granted, I was in a position where I could take the time to work on this because of where we were at financially, but um, I, I really held this belief system that I had to work myself to a crisp, to, to that bone, and then you give and it all. You you reap the rewards of that and you burn out and you take a couple days or a week however long but not not longer than a week though because you can't <laughs> but if it needs to be a week it's a week and then you start again and so I I would burn myself out rejuvenate and start again and I'm talking 60 hour work weeks I'm talking multiple time consuming jobs 
Um, Self-abuse, essentially. And always putting my desire last. So it would be, I have to get this done and this done and this done before I learn my lines for my audition tomorrow. Or or attempt stand-up or or make a reel or promote yourself for what you really fucking want to do and give value to the world as. Yeah. And so over the course of this last year, I became aware of these constructs that I had around money. Even I was shopping just recently for my birthday and I uh, messaged Eleven and I was like, um, I, I realize in this moment right now that shopping is not a, has not been a source of happiness for me. It's always felt very tight, especially if I'm shopping for myself. There's guilt around that. Like I couldn't believe all of these crazy feelings that were coming up just because I wanted to buy myself a birthday outfit. Oh like, my God, girl. Ridiculous. And I had gifted money. It wasn't even my money that I, it was gifted to me. Love you, Wendy. Love you, Wendy. So um, that was a huge realization of like, whoa, you need to do some work around the sensations of of this. Like, if this is going to change in your life, it needs to feel different. There's no other way about it. Like, you you need to look at it differently so it can feel differently. As our beautiful, uh, the late, great Wayne Dyer says, uh, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And he quotes that maybe from Toomey or something. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's his, but that's where but I. He he taught us. That is so beautiful, Wayne. Yeah, your transition has felt so amazing. Like the you you've you've flown with the river because you've always manifested prosperitous experiences. Like me, I was talking about my friends. You invite me and like same with you. Like you're such a joy to be around. You've been around it, but. When you let the the flow the river of prosperity flow through you like an abundant water, like there's something special to that. With every hundo you spend, and the hundos are flowing, you know, you're like another one replaces it. Like another two replace it. When you spend it in that energy, when you're like, I give to this, like thank you store, like you, and we bless the money for we spend it pay bills you you bless it you say i'm so grateful you pay your phone bill yeah you pay my phone bill. So again there's there's uh verbal cues that you can use if your if your thing is money because we all have a thing oh and some people are showing up to the gym or or like sometimes my mom says oh i need to lose 20 pounds before i go to the gym how do you lose 20 pounds? You have to do it at the gym. Like, what are you talking about? You might be able to do this if you're listening by breathing. Hello, the oxygen advantage. We're learning new things. Nose breather. Be a nose breather. Um, oh, I had a thing to say about that. What did you Prosperity, say? flow of money, blessing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we started uh, changing our language a long time ago. Eleven, you've really been the leader in this household. Yeah. Which is... Tough for my ego to say because I introduced you to things like kombucha. Yoga. (laughs) Nose breathing. No, I'm just kidding. We both bring a lot of value. But um, yeah, so like things around your mindset around paying bills, right? Like a lot of, you know, something that we hear all the time is like, oh, can't do that. Got to pay the bills, right? Like, nope, I'm limiting myself because of of my belief system because I know this to be true. And that is gonna sound so fucking patronizing to some of you right now, and that is not my intention. No, let me hit him with this. Instead of saying you can't afford it, say you're not prioritizing that right now. There's no guilt associated with not making a purchase. In investing, that's good, should retain it. So stop explaining yourself for why you aren't utilizing money in ways others tell you to. So again, coming back to our original point, it, you're you're trying to justify manage, a limiting belief. Manage your belief. life, your assets, your energy, your thoughts the way you see fit and the way you want to feel. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Weed. Weed. Short-term memory is a real thing. Um, yeah, but the money and the language around it. That's great. Gone. Yeah, it's totally gone. I'm so powerful sometimes. Anyway, you were giving me kudos for saying that I was the leader in this household with mindfulness. I will say, though, I 
I, I think your position is harder because I'm arriving at those things because I have goals and maybe I started in such an overwhelming pain body that I had to change the whole system because there was no system. But you, you and I grew up uh, in different socioeconomic I was gonna, environments. I was just going to say, you have the double-edged sword of being a privileged middle class, and I have a dropout and start working r- now experience. Yeah, and I, I think you like maybe it, you came about it easier because there was less choice. There's less choice. So I had to rethink and grow rich, and then I was connecting with... I, I was never able to get a job anywhere like because education where but like i could um become friends with the owners of the agencies by being value of them somehow and i i gave value even like how we were talking the other day how did i get my og collabs like carl wolf and stuff i worked i wrote one of his albums and, and get no publishing for it like i worked like i gave thousands of dollars in my time of writing and then i took a song that i was featured on and then <laughs> <laughs> and took it from, and just no one said anything, and I give fair publishing on that. So sometimes you gotta fucking work. There was a school bus that just went by. I just oh, about I school. Just think that's funny. Anyway, so so I'm a little more grit. Like I'll see you Monday morning at seven a.m. Uh, even though I'm not a morning person. So I come from a space that's like yo hustle kind of. And Winnie had that privilege to even have the foresight of being able to think college car you know, job, safe space, dating as a teen. Like you had a more fairy tale middle class life, but a lot of those people carry more pain and are more trapped. There is 80% of billionaires are high school dropouts, not college dropouts, high school dropouts. Most people who shoot to the top let go of the system that jails most people. So in my opinion, I had less choice, so it was more clear for me to find, think, and grow. I had nothing else. And you had a boss that found interest in you, like meaning like sustain, like if you want that job, like to live in that little hamster wheel of like make just enough to pay your bills and and like hope you can one day see your family, but like you certainly can't help anyone else. So like you're the slave in that situation. Um, yeah, you're defined basically of how much you can help others. That's how you raise and rank. How much can you give? And you got to receive to give, right? So anyway, uh, you, 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 you don't build anything of your own because you're okay on the dripper, on the system, on the hamster wheel. Like your little cage is safe. And then I've always been, I'm taking this big risk over here. And at times where our relationship looked like this, so we really, when I was on Humble's podcast, first we taught, he defined us as we were pillars. That was really cool. I like that. Because that A-frame is, I would go, all right, cool, I got another, <laughs> I'm, I got to go over here to grow. And then you, instead of falling, you'd be like, well, fuck you, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to stand up too then. And I've seen most relationships where one person is looking for growth as the other person is like, fuck you. I hate you. It's your fault. And you've always, all right, what, yeah. what's the book? Give me, well, the, give me the book. And take, yeah. And we always say like, because I moved to Toronto, I'm a year ahead of you. In, in the Toronto experience. So like this city raised our vibration big time. So I'm like that. And so literally Winnie, we're at the same pace. I just moved here a year earlier. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, so kudos to you for always like following up. What made you do that? Was it seeing the growth in me? Was it knowing there was legitimate results and you wanted them for yourself? Or what's going on there? Because I think some listeners as well are very interested in finding that motivation to want to grow. Yeah. Because hard work. And I think that, like, from a big realization that I didn't understand before, I also have more experience now in everything that I want to do. So I'm at a place where, you know, I am doing stand-up and I am working as an actor and all of those things. But it's, like, it's a bit of a catch-22 because it's, like, you can look at me and say, you know, you, of course you can leave your job because all of these other things are coming into play. But to you, I would say all of those other things could have never come into play until I had uh, started reorganizing and rerouting my belief systems. And, and, and that it just, it takes time and you just need to start right now and you just need to not give up. Which, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, writing out those sentences when I pay bills, I, I'm so 
in gratitude and that's the only time I'll pay bills. I don't pay bills if I'm, if I have a shitty attitude and, and you know, I think from how, if you've been watching us for a while, that money is sort of our focus, you know, it falls into health, love, money, you know, you know, these are the categories that we work on in our lives, career, things like that. And our focus for the last (coughs) couple of years has been finance and we have now, we're here to tell you that we have now physically seen the benefits over the course of time, though. This is years, but and the time is going to pass by anyways. Fell. Yeah. And and Bob Proctor has this um, meditation that we love and we've talked about before uh, where he says you will you will speed up but calm down and I never really understood what that meant until this last year where I've been I've been in such delight to work on my craft more than ever before it's it's going to make me tear up because I'm not exhausted it's not at the end of my my list it's it's not being deprioritized and when I started following that because of a change in belief system, it, that's when everything changed. That's when it all started coming. And that's really, it's a, I get emotional about it because that is a belief system that I've now broken. Um, and that feels great. And I don't need to justify that to anyone. And I don't need to bring anyone in you know, on my finances, let people know, obviously, you know, my family know I'm okay. But that was the biggest thing with being an artist, right? It's like an artist, people, the first thing you tell, (laughs) someone will tell you if you're at a party and you say, oh, I'm an artist. They say, say, oh, that's a tough, tough tough life you chose. Tough life. I'm assuming you're broke and sad. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that it's not. It's not. I feel more fulfilled. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. What's interesting about changing your belief systems as well is over the course of time, a byproduct of this work that I've been doing of journaling, of, of focusing on my value of being grateful in payment. Um, Mm. um, I completely lost retail therapy. Oh, totally more because because i'm so your, bored your belief system change and when you invest in something you really like you want to you want to love it it feels like retail therapy paying a bill well like having the money there for me just like having the money there for when the bills come out a lot of my shit's on like auto like it, it's just like awesome like yeah. it feels so good. It's a, it's like in the same space as receiving money. It's weird. It's mm. like, <clears throat> like, yep, no problems with me this month. <laughs> like, because growing up, dude, like, bill collectors, landlords, right. like on my mom's ass, being like a real sense of hurry up and go get it, you know. And that was almost plugged in with the need to hustle. You know, there's a state there's a statement that doesn't resonate with Winnie, but it resonates with me now that I understand it from a different perspective. It's hustle like you're broke. And not from the space of worry and stress like you're broke, but hustle meaning like when the rents due, you really figure out a way to get it together. And why do we lose that on the second and third and fourth? Like what, like other than being stressed out about it because it came through that lens, but you get your lower chakra taken care of, you get yourself a little nest egg, maybe make a couple investments and live okay for a couple months so your lower chakras can feel the net, balanced. Like if we're talking finance and, and all of the finance books that I've read that has say this, like the nest egg is important. Yeah. It's like a little cash just somewhere that you're like, oh, I'll be, I can live for a couple of months. Like no problem. Like, like, like that's where the, the slave shit comes in because it's like, if this person fires me, then I'm fucked. Like, you know, that shit, like don't live there, Yeah. you know? So once you take inventory of like what needs to be reorganized in your life and you have that sort of momentum for your lower chakra, um, what was my original point? What was I headed towards? Man, this fucking weed, fire and ice. <laughs> Fuck you, bud, Mo. Wow. <laughs> You were well. We we pivoted on the nest egg, so you were um, like, you're feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your lower chakra is taken care of. Yeah, but no, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> oh yeah, you make a couple of investments. 
Okay, and um, <laughs> it's it's it, I think about self perception. Some of this is basically about self perception. Um, oh well, yeah, bill collectors, hustle like you're broke. Shut up, I got it. Hustle like you're broke. But beautiful, love it. Okay, so when you're comfortable, you're gonna find that your work that you focus on isn't the work that you need to do to stay alive, okay? You gotta find a way to get to that comfortable place. But once that shift takes place, you can dream your new reality into existence basically by using your time, attention, resources to pursue what you want to do. And when you hustle like you're broke in that capacity, it's meaning you know, focus on the income, like, like cook up a deal, like before you need to. And that's where doing what you're passionate about really helps. Like, or else why would you do it? Like, why the fuck is Eminem still rapping? Because he wasn't lying when he said he was like, this saved his life and it's necessary for his existence. Like, almost like whether you listen to it or not, like obviously he's attached his ego identity to that because he's competitive and that's cool. But like, you know that so when you care about what you're doing and that's like with this podcast too like whether like you know and a lot of benefits do show up from it gratitude but like we're interested like we're interested in looking at the cannabis industry you know we're we're interested in talking about the value of the plant we're interested in being mindful so it's not hard for me to make a reel or yeah. or or promote this like by any means like and uh and yeah, you, and even getting up early to do it. Like, so yeah, I'm hustling like I'm broke, but not like I'm broken. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's mainly just like hustle like you're inspired. That's what we should reshape that too. Mm. Remember, we we're just in that great from like the negative to the positive. Let's reshape some of this shit that we use, like, um, you know, that millionaire mentality of hustle like you're always inspired. I hustle love that. like you're always inspired. That's How about going that? On a shirt for sure. Hustle like you're always inspired. Speaking of which, shout out uh, to our homies who have been getting a short run of our t-shirts you're yeah. truly the og shout out mo please oh we got glow these glow down in t texas oh. from the t when uh, so and Keep what ripping. i what i wanted to say on the retail therapy is yes. that that was um that was a secondary benefit you know that wasn't even on my mind i didn't really ultimately realize that until i stopped experiencing the desire to uh um, to move energy mm. through spending and getting. Remember the hype man? <laughs> and because I used to do that, like, I, and I, I, I only know that I used to do it because I don't feel that need anymore. So like, uh, and uh, there's no judgment on that either, especially if you like shopping. I, I don't think that up until recently I particularly enjoyed it. If you go to a store and it feels like a canvas, like if you're a style person, a fashion person, like if there's joy in that for you, then that's totally cool. That's almost like a creative thing. When he's talking about going out and throwing down dollars. I'm talking about feeling bad and 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 purchasing from that place of badness or sadness and having it only really last for the moment of the transaction yeah. not even just literally it's mine now done Ugh. i still and there but so you know there is something to, i think there is a movement of energy that happens in that way so i guess i've just learned to move the energy in, in a more in a way that feels more healthy to me for sure and that was definitely just, again, a byproduct of changing, of becoming aware of my belief systems and then figuring out a way to break those constructs. Mm. And you can figure it out. You can do it. I believe in everyone that wants to do this. If, re if this resonates with you, don't delay. Start today. <laughs> Call, okay? one 800 and you know, a good us. place to start is our Patreon. Um, Honestly, we have affirmations, affirmations there every day. So at least you can start, go on to the Patreon and say whatever the daily affirmation is if you don't know where to start. And you can comment back on it with us. You can interact with us. And I haven't even told you this, but we'll, we'll, I'll set this up and link this up. 
um, we can give you now a free trial, a free seven day trial on our, our Patreon. Guys, so, come have a free seven day trial and try these affirmations and see if they don't get your brain on just a perfect wave every day. Yeah, we'll link that up in the description below. What a fun, cool, interesting conversation so far. What a great episode this is. I yeah. gotta make sure that all this stuff is still rolling. Okay, great. Hello. You're you're gonna make sure everything's rolling while you're rolling. Oh my god, now we're rolling. Oh rolling, my god. Rolling, 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 rolling. Uh, Come on! We're in for a great summer, everybody. I'm excited to connect with the community over over. I got the some ideas. Summer. I got yeah. some ideas. Like if you're in Toronto, I got some ideas. Like I want to bring some in-person experiences together, little events like micro events. Like I'm talking about meditations here. Yeah. Uh, all the way to like, we'll do like a mindful workshop gathering at like a small or slightly larger medium kind of studio space and partner with a brand for it. Cool. Like, so we can make cool shit happen. And then the bigger events, like Rhythm and Flow 4, August 18th, Redwood Theater. Get your tickets. They're on sale now. We all, like, tickets are already being sold. Like, early bird tickets are on for the next month. Um, really cool format. Like, you buy in early and you kind of, you'll get a good seat, like a more expensive seat. And we're having a, um, like, our pre-show is going to be, like, six hours this time. The so whole it's day. it's going to be, like, a day event yeah. that um, bud tenders can get into the pre-show for free. Yes. And we'll have definitely some... Um, uh, Great experiences and samples and, and cannabis there, but it'll well, also be other things that you might not know you need. Part outside activation, like hopefully we'll have zero dB back, like just like oh Jenna's stuff, some hot sauce, some hot sauce, going. local hot sauce. Yeah. We gotta have two tall on. Um, yeah, like so much exciting stuff, and yeah. we're really excited. Just like wherever we are, we want to just bring the vibes, bring the party, and we'll have the music and all that. So yeah. always a good vibe. Um, Fuck, I like this. I don't want to leave. Okay, well, I, I have a fun fact that I'm excited about. Okay, hit us. A doom boom. Boom boom. Boom boom. Fun fact. Fun fact. It's time for a fun fact with Winnie. Fun fact. Before tennis players used rackets, People would use the palm of their hands Hand. to hit the ball back and forth over the net. People in the 12th century suffered from swollen and red hands in a game called jeu de pomme, meaning game of the palm. It was not until the 16th century that rackets were used. <laughs> Humans no. are weird. <laughs> no. Humans are weird. Don't do that. I don't even want to Google what a hand would look like after that. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to see it. No, we don't want to see it. But Mangled. cute. But also they were having so much fun probably. Or maybe they were they were perhaps even gambling. That's why they, they did it. They were trading some minerals or salt or something. <laughs> oh it's crazy gosh. that we lived so Gambling in for salt. What? <laughs> I don't Hold know. On. It's just crazy to think about all of like of humanity the incarnations of our perceptions as humanoids yeah and anyone that says that Homo this sapiens. is the worst time in history You're what fucked. are you talking about it's the best time in history just by natural like hygiene do you have a toothbrush just, just shut the, the fuck up just by the fact that we aren't in a global war <laughs> like that that alone yeah, but means some people that would this say, isn't the worst time we're, in history we're in a mental war i mean shut up <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, don't use war as an example because that's the contrast that I'm. I still think find. that this time it's is better best. than that time, it's better, no matter it's what. It's better to be in a mental war than it is a physical war. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Violence but, needs to stop. But see, that would be another thing that you could stop saying. Stop, stop doting on the fucking bullshit. Stop talking about this being shit everyone's always done that think about like in the history of everything yeah, we've no always different. talked about you're what not, is shit you're not original and we need a giant group of people you're to bored. talk about what is possible you're being bored and what is great so what is great possible and what is possible no, that's what we're going to see but Optimism. if that doesn't feel good in your body you shouldn't force it and you should just zip it until that starts to become habit for you because you're going to start talking about how you're worthy and through your own worth you will see the worth of the world Boom. welcome to episode 142 zip it with discipline stoners <laughs>
I just shut our intro. Nice. From what you said into that. <laughs> okay. 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 We're going on okay. a family reunion this weekend. I know. Yeah. That's why we're up this early doing this podcast. <coughs> Yay. Um, also, we're going to segment intend. We're going to segment intend. And we're going to look to contribute. Absolutely. And we're just going to stay valuable. Yeah. And, I... and light. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not even going to tell you my past fears uh, because that would be counteractive to everything that we've just said. That would be not living in your truth. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. We and you get, can travel with weed in Canada, so. Yeah, we get, and we get to spend family time all together, which mm. will be interesting. Mm. So let's, let's uh, move in harmony and joy and love and kindness and... May those experiences be of value and very memorable for all involved. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a wise thing. Um, I'm tracking this book, The Art of Living, for this. It will either be here or there, it, like either on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, above or below this. Uh, the Art of Living audiobook that I put together, really nice book. And in one of them, there's The Art of Harmony or Friendship or Relationships or something. And uh, the wise man said, this is a quote from there in, in that passage, in that chapter. Uh, the wise man said, uh, I've never met a person I hadn't liked. <laughs> because just like decide, decide to like people. Like what's with the judgmental, if they're this, I can't like them. If they don't pass the joint well, they're stupid. Like, you know, like don't think that stuff about people. Ah, I'm just kidding. Like, no, but for real, if you're those little micro things where you're judging people, legit, I just use that funny. Yeah. And also, though, I used to be the um, I prefer animals over people. I used to be that person. Yeah, animals are great, but they can't talk, so let's not bullshit. And I don't prefer it. I love. I. It's just. It's not. I about love them preference. as well. That yeah. that statement is is not a positive statement on animals. It's a negative statement on me and on how everyone. I view the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're not special and unique by critiquing things. Why don't you try to contribute something that solves the problem? Love it. Which is basically always love and making up better stories in your head for yourself just start with yourself zip it bitch zip it and love yourself zip it and unzip it uh, you want to unzip it always let's go unzip it are you gonna read from a book yeah and then we will unzip it <laughs> uh, teach a class i get to teach a class see i'm still working on that Still, yeah, still working on that. I just said I have to. Nuh-uh. I get to. <coughs> We're all My choice. And I love teaching class. I love... that's if, Since I've been at the studio since last year, Hello. I've been really enjoying teaching again. Yeah, exactly. When you pulled yourself out of the mentality of whatever was going on, you've enjoyed, right? You've refreshed. You're going to give us one of these. I'm going to... I'm just... Yeah, I'm going to do one of these. I, I hope to... Uh, land on the one that I was talking about by fluke. So pick a pick a number between 11 and 53. 42. I felt the 40s too. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <sighs> the art of success. Come on. Let's go. There are no secrets of success. Success is doing the things you know you should do. Success is not doing the things you know you should not do. Success is not limited to any one area of your life. It encompasses all of the facets of your relationships. As parent, as wife, or husband, as citizen, as neighbor, worker, and all of the others. Success is not confined to any one part of your personality, but is related to the development of all the parts. Body, mind, heart, and spirit. It is making the most of your total self. Success is discovering your best talents, skills, and abilities, and applying them where they will make the most effective contribution on your fellow men. In the words of Longfellow, it is doing what you do well and doing well whatever you do. 
Success is harnessing your heart to a task you love to do. It is falling in love with your work. It demands intense concentration on your chief aim in life. It is focusing the full power of all you are on what you have a burning desire to achieve. Success is 99% mental attitude. It calls for love, joy, optimism, confidence, serenity, poise, faith, courage, cheerfulness, imagination, initiative, tolerance, honesty, humility, patience, and enthusiasm. Success is not arriving at the summit of a mountain as a final destination. It is a continuing upward spiral of progress. It is perpetual growth. Success is having the courage to meet failure without being defeated. It is refusing to let present loss interfere with your long-range goal. Success is accepting the challenge of the difficult. In the inspiring words of Phillips Brooks, do not pray for tasks equal to your powers. Pray for powers equal to your tasks. Then the doing of your work shall be no miracle, but you shall be the miracle. Success is relative and individual and personal. It is your answer to the problem of making your minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and years add up to a great life. The art of success. We didn't even need this entire podcast. We could have just read that. <laughs> Basically, just go read that audiobook and you'll never have to listen to another podcast, including <laughs> ours again. You will be fixed. One touch button. Zip it. Okay, that was really on point. Incredible. Incorporated like three or four <laughs> examples from stories that we talked about. Yeah. So, <coughs> wow, beautiful <Okay>. stuff. <coughs> Blessings. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Uh, check out below for that free seven day trial to our Patreon. Uh, we love you. Subscribe to this channel if you're new. Follow us on Spotify. Give us um, a comment on the Apple podcast if that's where you're at. That all really helps us out. This is growing. We are doing this. We love you. Thank you. And good night. Yeah. Send nudes. Drink lots of water. Be kind to your neighbor. Breathe through your nose. That's true. <laughs> it feels so good. That's fun. Love you. Love you. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. from Angertown. These plants just help me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Stoners! The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness.
mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. What was I saying again?